Hi, I'm Lori Wright, also known as Not Your Average Grandma. I created this podcast as a place for women in their second half of life to go to to receive inspiration. If you are at a place where you believe your best days are behind you, it is my hope one of these episodes will spark you to think differently and lead you to a new belief that your second half may actually be your best half. I want you to stop seeing your age as a limitation and start seeing it as your superpower. You have years of experience and value that the younger you never had. So it's time to lean into that and use it to fuel your future. No more letting age or circumstances hold you back from the pursuit of a more fulfilling and fun life. The happier we are, the better the world will be. So instead of settling for what you don't want, how about going after what you do want? Listen in and let something you hear prompt you to take the first step in making the rest your best. Welcome to another episode of Living Your Spark Second Half. I am here to celebrate my birthday. Yay! I decided to do my Just Friggin' Do It episode, which normally is supposed to be the first Friday of every month, but it was delayed because I was busy with my three-part training series and then the doors of the second half of Spark School opened. So I just pushed it. And I was like, I should just do it on my birthday because I have something to celebrate and I want to share it. And it was something that I just finally friggin' did. And it's been 11 months in the making. And I say that because when I set out to do my just friggin' do it episodes, this was on the list. And every month when I had something to share that I just friggin' did, this wasn't one of them. And it was something that I needed to do for 30 days straight. So I'm wondering if you can think what that might be. But I set out on January 14th with a goal. I set a goal that in one month, which February 14th would have been one month, I want to feel like the healthiest version of my 64-year-old self that I can possibly be. So I want to spend the last 30 days of my 63rd year not drinking alcohol and not eating refined sugar. I'm going to cut those two things out of my life for a month and see what happens. And I'm happy to tell you that I feel absolutely friggin' amazing. I have not felt this good for probably three years. I'm honestly up in weight and I've always been good at maintaining my weight, but over the last couple of years, it's inched up. And, you know, I can go up 10 pounds and then just get back to, to where I was. 10 pounds isn't really hard. Um, but then it crept up to 20. And then at the beginning of January, it was like towards 25 pounds up. And I'm like, my T-shirts were getting tight. Normally, it's like your pants get tight. You notice that you nip it in the bud. No, my my entire body was expanding. <laughs> my face, I could see it in my face. And so I was like, I need to do something about this. And it's time. It's time to do that thing that I said I was going to do. And I only have one just friggin' do it episode left. And I was really inspired by wanting to hit this goal on my birthday. So sometimes special events 
give us this extra incentive, this extra oomph to, to get something done. And so I will say that the first like three or four days are the hardest. I remember went back when I quit smoking, when I was like in my mid twenties, I started smoking. I was like social smoker in college. And then, uh, I never really smoked. I was never a heavy smoker, but I got to the point where I was, it was like, I would buy my own cigarettes for the longest time. I just bum cigarettes. Uh, and then I quit a couple times when I was pregnant with my two kids. I never smoked while I was pregnant, but then I remember I was driving in my car once with my twin nieces and they were like three years old. I, I don't know. I was taking them to the store or something. And I remember I had a pack of cigarettes on the, my dashboard. And I remember one of them said, Aunt Lori, what's that? And they were, they were old enough, like three years old. They might even said, are those your cigarettes? I don't know if they said that or not. But I was like, remember being embarrassed to have to admit to my three-year-old nieces that I smoked. So I never really adopted the identity of a smoker. I think that was probably something that was in my favor. But I do remember I would start smoking again with this one friend. She was a smoker and we, I would fall off the wagon when she and I would go out, we'd go out and have drinks and there's certain things you associate. It's just these habits and we, and we do a certain activity. One of the things with smoking was when I had a beer, I always wanted to have a cigarette when I had a beer. I don't drink beer anymore. And I think it's partly because I always associated beer with cigarettes. And I, I just stopped drinking beer because it, 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 they had to be a pair. And then talking on the phone. You remember the old phones when you sat on the phone and you know had the, those cords that were twirly and you twirled your fingers in them and smoked a cigarette with the other hand? So yes, talking on the, on the phone would would be a cigarette thing uh and driving in the car and can you imagine how, having little kids in the car while you're smoking is so unfair and so i i never wanted to i started to feel bad about what my kids would see so i didn't want them to see me as a smoker because a lot of times kids you model right and they do what the parent does so i remember my kids were really really little and I went on a business trip and I ended up getting the flu while I was on the business trip. And who wants to smoke when you're sick, right? And so by the time I got home, it had been like four, five days and I hadn't had a cigarette. And when it, you you haven't done something for five days, it's like, it's like, I'm not going to start because then you got to start the five days all over again when you start, right? So it's so much easier. And it's the first time that I had like this switch flipped in my head about smoking. And I was like, they, it was disgusting to me. And I never have touched a cigarette ever since. And I think I don't like it at all. I don't like the smell, you know, after, before that point, I would like smell cigarettes and like the matches, you know, the, the smell, the sulfur smell, like, I want a cigarette. Nope. That, that I switched my identity. It's like the switch changed from, I don't do that. I'm not a social smoker anymore. I'm a non-smoker. I still hate filling out forms in the doctor's office that I was ever a smoker, but I was. So this was kind of like, I had this feeling 
when I started out that, you know, this is going to be hard. And it's the habits that you associate with those activities. Like, I like to have a glass of wine when I cook dinner. I don't cook dinner every night. We actually I buy prepared stuff a lot. So it's super easy. But like if I'm in there like making spaghetti sauce and cooking something on the on the stove top, you know, it's fun to have a glass of wine in your hand. And so what do I have in my hand while I'm cooking now? <laughs> I have to be okay to not have a glass of wine. I have to be okay to not like when we go out with friends and everybody's drinking to not have a drink. So what I did is, and I've cut out alcohol for 30 days in the past, but I ha it's been a while since I've done that. Uh, and I didn't do any kind of cleanse or anything. I just cut these two things out of my diet. And I've lost almost 10 pounds. It will be 10 pounds probably the, on my birthday or the day after. I'm recording this two days before my birthday. So lots of benefits from cutting those two, two things out. Um, and also, I think sometimes when you drink, you you eat things that aren't so healthy. Because if you're drinking, you're at a party and, and you just are eating the, you know, yummy snacks, nuts that have a lot of calories or whatever. And you're just like mindlessly kind of eating. Uh, and so, yeah, so we went out with friends on Friday night and everybody was drinking and I had a club soda and I used to never drink club soda. I hated bubbly water, but I love it now because I love how I feel after I drink it. And it kind of is a little bit like, I don't drink soda. I've never really been a soda person, but it's kind of like a little bit having a soda. Uh, and, and, you know, white claws, I love white claws and, you know, white claws are kind of like that carbonated, type of feeling. And so you have a lime and you have a club soda. It's kind of like you feel like that. Uh, and, you know, I never have had a problem with alcohol because I can't, uh, I, I, I get really sick if I get a little dizzy. And so that's a good thing, but I still drink it and it makes me feel like crap. Like it makes me tired. It's almost like the older I get, the more it feels almost like it's like I'm drugged when I have a glass of wine. And it just doesn't agree with me anymore. And so um, so I'm actually fine with now that I after I got through that first adjusting my habits, breaking the habits, breaking the cycle of the activity of doing whatever I was doing and having the alcohol or having the the Klondike bar, big Klondike bar, hooked on Klondike bars, the dark chocolate kind. But I would get one and my husband and I would sit down and watch a show. And he's he loves his sugary snacks and I he likes the ice cream sandwiches. <laughs> Not a big ice cream sandwich fan. But uh yeah, I love my Klondike bars. And it was like such a bad habit that I'd gotten into. So I was like, none of that. I started brushing my teeth after dinner. And that was helpful because I was like, oh, can't eat anything. And my teeth have, have been brushed. So yeah, so. I am not doing the alcohol, not doing the refined sugar. I am drinking club soda and I'm juicing, which has kind of replaced my afternoon snacks, which weren't always the best snack. You know, I'm not like somebody who will sit down and eat raw vegetables. I mean, I'll eat them at a party, but it's not like on my own. I'll, I'll eat them. Veggies and hummus. It's a great idea, but 
Uh, I like other things uh, as snacks. And so what is a good snack? Oh, a juice made from five carrots, two celery sticks, uh, a beet, a green apple, uh, and turmeric root and garlic and uh, ginger root. And what else is in it? What else? A half a lemon. And that's my concoction. And how healthy. I mean, it just makes me feel so good after I eat it. So a combination of the juicing and the elimination of those two things, I feel amazing. And I didn't do uh, any kind of cleanse. A lot of times I will kickstart something by doing like a three-day cleanse. But uh, I, yeah, I still was drinking coffee. So I haven't cut out my coffee. I have, do have stevia in my coffee. Uh, but other than that, you know, I'm, that's kind of a, uh, a loud thing, I think the stevia, but not any like table sugar, refined sugar, like sugar, added sugar, sugary desserts, none, none of the dessert stuff, uh, and careful about the things that I'm eating. Like somebody asked me, uh, I had spaghetti sauce the other night and she said, well, there's sugar in spaghetti sauce. And I was like, eh, I'm, I'm not worried about that. So Yeah. So that's what I did. I just friggin' did the thing that I've been wanting to do for 11 months. So I'd love to know what you want to friggin' do. I only have one more episode left to inspire you. And I hope that this episode may inspire you to do something about your health. I really, really focused on who I wanted to become. Instead of this weight loss goal, which is what I focus on a lot when I'm trying to lose weight and then you get really frustrated and then you're also doing things that you're almost feeling like something is being taken away from you. Like you're being, it's something that you can't sustain, right? Over time. It's a diet. Diets don't work because then you go back to your old habits. Uh, and so I feel like these two things were so easy to eliminate. And in the end, by focusing of how I wanted to feel, by focusing on, I want to feel the best I can be. That 64-year-old that is active and that is is energetic and doesn't feel like their shirts are all tight and doesn't feel like um, they're sluggish. Uh, and doesn't feel like uh, they're tired because they just had a drink that doesn't fall asleep on the couch after watching something because she had a Klondike bar. And you know how sugary things do. You know, they like they put you to sleep. So does, you know, alcohol and that put you to sleep. And so like I, now I have all this energy. I think I'm pretty energetic anyways. But when I would eat those things and have the, that the alcohol, it would just like be this instant injection of like a drug, like of a, of a sleeping pill or something. And so I don't want to feel like that. I want to feel like my old self. And I've gotten away from those habits where I felt so much better that made me not your average grandma. And so I'm feeling like 
I'm back to myself. I mean, I have a little bit more weight to do to to lose to get back since I was up so much. Um, but I see it's it's in sight, and I feel like the two things that I've eliminated are the solution. <laughs> They're the solution, and if like if the ultimate goal is to feel great, then I've reached it. I've reached it, and I'm not even at my 64th birthday. And so I got to spend the last month of my 63 years working on this achievement and working on feeling good. I swear I felt really good a week in. So for the last three weeks, I've felt I have hit my goal of feeling like I wanted to feel. And now my shirts are getting looser. And it's like, this is exactly what I wanted. I wanted to step into this future version of myself. And I teach this to my students, but I focus with that future you on goals, like things that I'm working on for my personal life that are goal related, not necessarily health. I haven't been focusing on health and stepping into that person I wanted to be from a health standpoint. And this time, this month, I have just friggin' done it and I have that to celebrate. And I wanted to share that with you. Hope this inspires you in some way. Let me know. Reach out to me on social media. Um, but that's my health story. That's my just friggin' do it story for this February. And happy Valentine's Day, by the way. Happy birthday to me, 64. Yay! I don't worry about getting older anymore. I celebrate every year and I look forward to every year as if it's going to be my best yet. And so that is what I choose to, the mindset I choose to adopt. And so I can't be more excited to turn 64 and to celebrate the coming year um, as the healthier no more going back to how I felt version of myself. Okay. Bye. See you next time. Thank you so much for tuning into the living your spark second half podcast. If you'd like to watch my guest interviews, you can find the video version of this podcast on my, not your average grandma YouTube channel. Also, you can check out what I have going on at the moment by going to my website at notyouraveragegrandma.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook at notyouraveragegrandma. If you like this episode, please mention it to a friend and don't forget to leave a review so I know the topics you like best and can bring you more of that content in upcoming episodes. Last but not least, remember to always listen to that inner voice that will never steer you wrong and make living from the most sparked place possible your biggest priority. When we do that, we make the world a better place.